Hello and welcome. I'm Michelle. And I'm Jessica. And this is Pretty Over Perfect. We are two former neighbors and current best friends who know that perfection is an illusion that could easily keep us from living our best lives. We are here to discover the goodness in the messiness of real life and find joy in the everyday by embracing simplicity, creativity, and a little sparkle. Hello, Jessica. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. And hello to everyone listening. Welcome to our very first bonus episode. Woohoo! Talking about one of our favorite things ever. <laughs> That's right. We said the bonus episodes might not necessarily be on theme, but this one's on theme because we yeah. just love dessert, which definitely is a subcategory of food, which we've been talking about all month. But we just felt it deserved its own special episode because it's just that important to us. That's true. That's true. It's one of the staples of our everything. Relationship, daily lives. I don't know. One of our Never bonding moments. Yeah, absolutely. As well. It's gotten us through a lot of the tough times <laughs> to look forward to making and eating dessert. <laughs> so, Jessica, what's yeah. like the last dessert you made? Michelle, your timing is kind of hilarious. Today, I, <laughs> I this morning, I made some vanilla raspberry cupcakes. And they were as flat as ever. I was planning on like making this beautiful using Russian piping tips, which if you haven't mm -hmm. used those, they are so fun and so easy. They just make these perfect little flowers. Um, anyway, I was going to, to decorate the cupcakes like this, but they were totally flat and didn't work out. So I was like, okay, here's my chance to try a cake pop. So I, oh, you know, yeah. put all of those ugly looking cupcakes in a bowl, mixed some frosting in there. And um, I proceeded to make the ugliest cake pops <laughs> ever. I don't know how you feel about cake pops, but I don't think I could – I will ever make one again. I felt like it was gross when I was, like, mixing up the cake, the frosting. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've made them a couple times, like, when they were really at, like, their the height of their popularity a couple years ago. But, yeah, no, I don't like them either. It's It's too difficult. And yeah, it was a lot of effort for like this. <laughs> yeah, getting them right is just it's, it's too hard. So to all of you people who are really great at cake pops, congratulations, we'll Absolutely. invite you to our next party. Tell us who you are. Uh, you can bring the cake, cake pops because cake pops. we won't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can have too much frosting for sure. Yeah, it's fine. You gotta you win some you lose some. Right? The moral of the story here. <laughs> the essence of Pretty Over Perfect. You win some, you lose some. You sometimes make amazing, delicious, show-stopping desserts. And sometimes your cake pops fail. Your cake pops fail. It's what happens. Or, you know, like, I make cookies all the time. And then randomly, they'll just, like, all, you know, melt and bleed together. And I'm like, well, why? <laughs> What happened? <laughs> There's even been a time with like sugar cookies where for some reason they did they, they didn't keep their shape. And yeah. so I've taken like a cookie cutter and <laughs> cut out the already baked cookie that's <laughs> totally flat and created a shape after afterwards. So yeah. Nice. There's just some ups and downs here with baking. Oh yeah. I did it's basically the same thing as what you just said, but I just saw this trick that I learned from I mean like a what are they called now? The, just like the little videos, the reels. I think the it was reels. like on an Instagram reel. Mm -hmm. But I saw a 
professional baker doing this. And I was like, that's how they get their cookies so round. After your, let's say, chocolate chip cookie comes out of the oven, Mm -hmm. while it's still hot, you use a big round cookie cutter and you circle, you put it down over the cookie and you circle around it. You circle around the edge and it rounds out the edge of your cookie until it's perfectly circular. Okay, so is the edge rough afterwards or is it perfectly just bigger than the cookie so that it just perfects it? Yes. So I was initially doing it with a biscuit cutter, which is Mm -hmm. too small. Okay. Don't do that or you will like make the edge rough. But I just had – I realized I had a larger cookie cutter, which is just like probably like four or five inches in diameter. And it rounds out the existing cookie cutter or the existing cookie Mm -hmm. edge. So you still have that crispy, delicious Mm. edge, but you round it out perfectly. And I don't know if that's how bakers have always been doing it, but I have wondered for years how they were getting such circular cookies because no matter what I tried – I could not get them. And then I saw that. And that's the only that's the only way that's worked. So that's brilliant. I'm gonna put that in my pocket for my next chocolate chip yes. cookie exchange party. Right? Yes. I probably oh. won't do that every day, but <laughs> Right. <laughs> time when you want a little extra. It's very extra, but it is fun. The the yeah. first time I tried it, my friends came over and they were like, Wait, how are these so round? <laughs> and I was like, Success. <laughs> Speaking of chocolate chip cookie exchange parties. Do you remember when we had one of those, Jessica? Mm, That was really fun. So fun. I've done it a couple of times and it's just, it's really fun because what you tell everyone is you tell everyone to bring their favorite chocolate chip cookie made up and then you taste test them all and decide which one is the best. Who wouldn't love that party? (laughs) Who wouldn't love that party? Or you can just be, or you can just say like your favorite cookie. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, I've done that too. Make it a specific one. I think it's fun with chocolate chip because everybody kind of has their favorite go-to recipe. So it's fun to to compare and then exchange recipes. First party you host next time. Chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie party. Exchange. Chocolate chip cookie judging party. (laughs) (laughs) No, it, it is. It's just so fun. Tell me, Michelle, what some of your favorite quick desserts are that you go to. Okay. So lately, my kids have been loving homemade magic shell. Have you ever made that, Jessica? Oh, I've never made it. But like the stuff that you put on ice cream. Yes. So, but it's so easy to make at home. It's just a cup of chocolate chips and two to three tablespoons of coconut oil. You melt it together mm. in the microwave, 15 seconds, you know, or 30 seconds and then 15 seconds, you know, stirring in between. And then you pour it over cold ice cream and it solidifies like magic shell. And it is magically delicious and so fun. Wow. I like to put a little salt in there because, you know, salt balances everything. But we've done it with everything. We've added different flavors. I know that you probably won't appreciate this, but the most recent one that we made we had chocolate peanut butter ice cream and I made chocolate. I made the magic shell out of half chocolate chips and half espresso chocolate chips oh. and espresso chocolate and peanut butter match made in heaven. So delicious. Wow, so fun. That's brilliant. That is definitely like my kid's number one request. And it's just so easy because you probably have the stuff with you. Yeah. Do you prefer like milk or semi-sweet or dark chocolate? I like semi-sweet a lot just because the ice cream's already so sweet, but um, usually my blend, I like to blend the chocolate chips. You know, if you're going for something sweeter, I'd probably do like milk and semi-sweet 
or you could yeah. use, I mean, just anything. I've also heard that people use bacon fat for like a really salty, instead of coconut oil, they mm -hmm. use bacon fat with the chocolate chips. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if you're into that kind of culinary experience, um, <laughs> you have to be careful with extracts because they can make the chocolate freeze where it like all hardens up depending on how much like liquid they're adding. But, you know, we'll add chocolate magic shell to orange sherbet, which is really fun. Or you could mm. try adding a little, um, a little extract into the chocolate if you want like a vanilla ice cream. How fun. Made the, more fun. The yeah. options are endless here. They are certainly endless. What about you? What do you guys make for a quick dessert? A quick dessert. I like to make cookie bars. I feel like it, you know, you mm. skip like the whole process of rolling out the dough and baking it in batches and you just make your favorite cookie recipe and put it in a, either like a pie tin and present it that way mm -hmm. or bake it in a nine by 13 or cookie sheet and cut them out and serve them that way. But yeah. um, I think my very favorite cookie bar is an oatmeal chocolate layered bar, which I've made for you. It, has it is so good. <laughs> Should I tell everybody funny name. The, the funny name? Yes. <laughs> we call them broken nose bars. <laughs> Which sounds unappealing, but the story is hilarious. <laughs> well, my sister-in-law, when she met her now husband, he had broken his nose at a rugby game. And so I don't know really why, but she was nursing him back to health in her parents' house. Anyway, that's where she was living at the time and uh, made these for him during his traumatic injury and he fell in love with her right then and there that's why we call them the broken nose bars <laughs> yes and they are they are good they're they're delicious Salty, enough for someone to fall in love with sweet, yeah so it's like explain it yeah. yeah so there's just like a, an oatmeal cookie what would you call it dough that you make and then yeah. you just layer the bottom of the dish with three-fourths of that dough and then you put like a milk chocolate sweetened condensed milk layer in the middle or on top of that and then you put the remaining dough on top of the chocolate and you bake it like that and i like to sprinkle a little bit of that vanilla salt that we love on yes. top and it's just it's quite a hit at a party or even just around the table with my family yes so yes that uh middle layer becomes very fudgy mm -hmm. yes with the sweetened condensed milk combination it's delicious and I have taken that fudgy layer and I put it in a s'mores bar. Mm, so I love I make your like s'mores a, bars. Yes. Well, I've made many different variations and I will link the first one I ever made. I'll link it in the show notes. It's from Two Peas and Their Pod. Uh, they just make a s'mores pie. Quite delicious. But I have changed it up over the years depending on what I have on hand. But what I like to do after Jessica showed me broken nose bars is put the graham cracker crust on the bottom and then a fudge layer in the middle and then marshmallows on top and uh, put that in the oven. Well, and then I put a little bit more of the graham cracker crust over the top. Mm -hmm. And so then when I take them out of the oven, I use a kitchen torch to toast the marshmallows so that it's just very beautiful and delicious well and campfire-y. Mm, yes. Yes. I don't know if I've tried that version, but whatever version you made for me, yes. delicious. Yeah, because the combo. other way to do it, the original recipe is to use chocolate bars and then marshmallow cream. So, like, okay. the opposite thing is... That's the, the one I had. Budgie one. Yeah, so yeah. they're all good. They're honestly all delicious. Can't mess can, that up very You can easily. do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a winning combination. Yeah. 
I also like to even just do sugar cookies in a bar form and chocolate chip cookies. It's just easy, easy. Um, Another easy dessert that's veering away from chocolate, or it could be chocolate, I suppose, is a beautiful trifle, which can be more complicated or simple. It can be as simple as, you know, just using store-bought pound or angel food cake and layering with it with, um, I don't know, pudding, whipping cream, even lemon curd. You have a great mm-hmm. lemon curd recipe that I love. I do. And then adding some fresh berries. You could do a chocolate version. It presents beautifully and can be thrown together so fast and can fit any season or even event. So I think that's a win-win as far as easy and well-received. Yes. Yeah. And it is fun when you have a bowl that you can really show off all the layers. That would be the idea. Yes. To get a clear trifle bowl or some kind of clear. You could even do little mason jars and individual versions. (laughs) Good old mason jars. (laughs) And Jessica, you know, we both love just a great cookie. Mm. Solid cookie recipe. And this is uh, where I have really embraced the pretty over perfect mantra over time by just like just trying Like, I love, like, the chocolate chip cookie, but I'll just try a bunch of different recipes and see which one I like best. And then I'll probably stick with that one for a while and then just start adding random things to it. As you heard me describe my (laughs) Hawaiian-inspired chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, I was just thinking of that. But, oh, yeah, I'll just pretty much add to it, try different stuff every time. If you are someone who wants to learn more about baking, I actually think a chocolate chip cookie is a great place to start because the result is going to be delicious, even if you mess it up. (laughs) But, you know, it's a great way to kind of just practice and learn about how ovens react with the ingredients, you know, how much butter and sugar and flour makes things change, consistency and stuff like that. So if you are looking for a fun way to start (laughs) a fun place to start exactly i would definitely recommend just picking a cookie recipe and trying or a cookie that you love it doesn't have to be chocolate chip um a cookie that you love and just trying different recipes until you have one that you love and then you know add to that one if you want to that's right that's right i think it's really important in any kind of baking or anything in life to really go at it with that growth mindset we could call it pretty over perfect mindset here and just hope for something good, you know, just even an effort is considered good in my book. So totally. It's fun. It's fun to experiment for sure. And I think that we should link both of our favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe. Hmm? That's true. Yeah, I'm really loving right now I have I do kind of a twist on the Doubletree Hotels chocolate chip cookie recipe that they released at the beginning of COVID, still one of the best things That's to come right. out of the coronavirus. That's right. I forgot about that one. <laughs> they uh, released their long secret recipe, and it it's a great one. I do think it's a, it's a really good one. And it's very specific for their exact technique that they use. And so I have taken mm-hmm. that and added other fun things. Or I really like to add a candied crunch that I make out of the out of cornflakes or I was just going to talk about that one. <sighs> yeah, I've made it with cornflakes or rice cereal crisp, you know, rice krispies. Mm-hmm. Or um, I actually used oats the last time I made it because I didn't have any cereal on hand. But I got that from the milk bar mm. cookbook, yes, cookbook, but you basically just coat either cereal or oatmeal oats, dried oats, quick oats in butter and sugar and you bake them. 
until they're nice and crispy and crunchy. And then you put that in your cookie recipe and like batter. It's so good. Yeah, you put that in your batter before you bake it. And especially if you, it's a great alternative to nuts if you know someone who's allergic Mm -hmm. to nuts or you just don't like nuts. I love it because I don't typically like nuts in that they're like a little bit too chewy in a cookie. It kind of depends, but a candied crunch really solves that problem because you get that crispiness without, you know, biting into a whole almond or something. (laughs) You know, I remember when I was teaching, I used to teach Michelle's daughter's piano when we were neighbors. That was quite fun. And (laughs) for many reasons, one of which is I'd be teaching and Michelle would just bring me a plate of cookies. (laughs) (laughs) true. And this was a cookie that you were like, I just tried this today. Tell me what you think. So good. Such a good addition. Yes. I'm trying to think what my favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe is right now. I think it's one from a bountiful kitchen originally. It's called her tried and true chocolate chip cookie. And I have been adding my own little twist as well, which I like to experiment with different types of chocolate chips. And I made one with three different sizes of chocolate chips and three different Mm -hmm. levels of sweetness. And so I had like a really, really big milk chocolate chip and then a semi-sweet regular size and then mini, mini chocolate chips. Actually, not mini, mini, just mini chocolate Mm -hmm. chips. And I put a lot in them and it was... Yummy. I don't know. My, I, I think I referenced this in another episode, but my friend brought them over to me initially and all of us were like, this is amazing. I'm like, I think this is our new go-to <laughs> chocolate chip nice. cookie recipe. It's fun to try lots of them. Yes, it is. I have like a recipe box full of the best chocolate chip cookies <laughs> because <laughs> there I, are so many. <laughs> there really are. They are. And then like, I'll, I'll make one for a while and then you know, make a new twist on it or something or find a new recipe that I really like. So it's just fun. They're they're ever evolving. You just you can't go wrong. I really like to add a little bit of almond extract to my chocolate chip cookies. Mm, I haven't tried that. Oh, really? Shockingly. I know you're going to be shocked. I know. (laughs) You're like one of the only people I know who has so much almond. (laughs) But not here. See, you got to stay in your lane. That's what I feel like that would be a crossover. No, that is not in a chocolate chip cookie. I'm going to try it, though. I'll try it. Oh, it's really good. And I also like to put and when I'm saying like a little bit, I like a, a quarter of a teaspoon. So you get just like a little but it's not overpowering because I can understand that you would not want that to be overpowering flavor. I also like to put a little orange extract in there or orange. You can do orange. What is that called? Zest? Yes, you can also do orange zest. That's actually wow. so the famous Double Tree Hotel cookies. They have lemon juice in them. That's right. And I think orange zest as well. I don't know. I can't remember. I've tried a lot of cookies. <laughs> Try it all. Let us know Try what you think. <laughs> but I would say that that's one of my easy, almost always on hand desserts because I will make a batch of cookies, bake up however much we need for the time being, and then I will roll the rest of the dough into the little dough balls and put them in the freezer on a baking sheet. Once they've frozen, I throw them into a Ziploc bag. And then you have ready to bake cookies that will be ready for you in 15 minutes the next time you have unexpected guests. Which is your house. <laughs> which I referenced on our very first episode when I walked right. into your home the first day. You pulled them out and made the most delicious chocolate chip cookies. I have to say that recipe is another best chocolate chip cookie recipe. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> So fun. Definitely okay, we could classic. we could stay here all day. We could stay here all day. Okay, on, on cookies. we're moving on. Okay. We're, moving we're moving on, on. from <laughs> the most simple cookies to more complicated desserts. Yeah, let's go there. What's okay. what's a, one of your favorite more complicated desserts? 
Well, it's funny because it seems complicated, but in the end, it's kind of not complicated. Mm -hmm. But Pavlova slash recently, so like a Pavlova, for Mm -hmm. anyone who doesn't know, Jessica, you recently mastered the art of meringue. (laughs) I I did. I did. I did. After 14 tries. (laughs) (laughs) It's a baked meringue. So you whip up egg whites and sugar and a little cream of tartar and some vanilla, and you just whisk that away for a very long time until it's nice and stiff. And then for a pavlova, you put it on a baking sheet and you bake it in the shape of a cake, kind of. And then it's just like an angel food cake met marshmallow, mm-hmm. met something, I don't know, something it's crunchy crispier. on the outside too. Yes. It's just so delightful. I mm-hmm. love to serve it with lemon curd and berries. It's just a very, very summery dessert. It's slightly more complicated in that. I guess mastering the meringue is the meringue is the complicated part. Difficult. And I think that sometimes it's more difficult depending on where you live because it's mm-hmm. like moisture sensitive and it takes a yeah. little bit more time because you bake it for a longer amount of time in a low heat oven. Do you leave yours in the oven overnight with the oven closed and off? I don't think I don't know that you need to do that, but if you want to do that, you can. I do that and I've had success every time. Yeah. So I have done it and I've also done it where I just like left it in, you know, for a a little bit until I was ready to serve it. I think the main thing there is that you don't want to immediately remove it. Right. Right. Or you don't want to start layering it with your moisture content, like whipped cream and lemon curd mm-hmm. and berries, because it will soak through in and ruin it. So it's like something you serve right away. After you fill it. Yeah. Recently, my friend was telling me that her favorite dessert at this very famous Portland dessert place is called a bacone dolce. And so I looked it up and it's pavlova. It's the same thing. You bake meringue, but you bake them in thinner layers and then you stack layers with like chocolate and whipped cream and berries and then another layer of meringue, chocolate, berries, and whipped cream. And oh my, it's quite amazing. Okay. Is this the picture you sent me recently? Yes. That one I didn't put chocolate on. I okay, did I was gonna ask. that one with lemon curd. But mm. yeah, when I made it for her, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is really good. And the fun thing about that is you can like, you can pipe the meringue into fun little shapes that then are visible because the sides are open. Yeah, it bakes exactly as it was formed. So you can like, you know, you could make it as fancy or as simple mm-hmm. as you wanted to those layers. But that's really fun. I would recommend so trying it, especially if you have a KitchenAid. Because it's quite easy. You just turn on the egg whites and the sugar and walk away and then come back. That's true. And it'll be ready to go. Yeah. You'll have to share that picture because that was very beautiful, very impressive. Um, I think that pavlovas in general present very well. And it's very fun to get creative with what you stuff inside them and decorate on top of them. Yeah. Yeah. But you could make it with anything, really. Yeah. I did a chocolate version recently with hazelnut with um, Nutella Mm. and cream and... It was good. It was good. But I think I prefer the fruit, the fruit flavor. Yes. I like the fruit as well. But I one time made like a carameled apple one and that was a little bit, it was, it was too sweet. Too sweet. I think that's the thing. The fruit provides that tang that um, contrasts to the marshmallowy center. Yeah. And like a lemon curd, whipped cream. Those are. Can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And they're not overly sweet. So I think it balances it because it it on its own is, you know, very, very sweet tasting. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, delicious though. So fun. That it definitely is one of my favorite ones as of late, as of this last year, <laughs> since mm, I worked yeah. so hard to master it. I also love to make fruit tart 
it is a little bit more complicated just because I think it has a few more steps and it takes a little bit longer than a chocolate chip cookie, but it's really not that hard. You make the fruit tart dough, you press it in the, the tart pan, bake it with, you know, beans on top to weight it down and not let it puff up. Or sometimes I've even taken a fork to the top of it while I've baked the tart. And then you can fill it with essentially anything. Mm. We've talked about lemon curd. Can't go wrong there. I I like to fill it with like a cream cheese, almost like a cheesecake filling. Mm-hmm. And then I top it with berries, peaches, really anything. And mm. it presents very well, well-received. Um, I keep talking about that. That's not all that matters, but it's just well fun received. to like <laughs> put, you know, something out in front of people that they're like, wow, this looks so delicious. Like, yes. Oh, thank you. I made that for you. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like to do a fruit tart as well with a pretzel crust. Oh, yeah. I've had yours before. Mm. That's yummy. Because I like sweet and salty together. Salty, so salty. I like to I like to balance that out. Like a, oh, a good pretzel crust. You just can't go wrong, in my opinion. No. Oh, it is fun in the summer to get out all of the in-season berries and be inspired by them. Okay. So we're wrapping up this bonus episode where we just talked about dessert. Jessica, what are some of your favorite desserts you've ever eaten? Well, it's really an impossible question. You realize that. I know. It's like it <laughs> I could <do>. change <laughs> every week. I've had an amazing dessert. But I think that two that stand out right now, at least in my mind, I went with my husband on a little trip to Encinitas, California. We went to the most amazing restaurant called The Chart House. It's right on the water, which definitely helped make the food tastes even better, <laughs> but we yeah. had the most delicious key lime pie Ooh. at that restaurant. And it was, I don't know. I just love tarts. I love the tart key lime and then the salty crust and the sweet whipped cream with it. So that was, that's, was a standout for sure. And mm. the ambiance was helpful there. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think another one that I just love and I've since acquired the recipe and we make it in our family, but it's a Dutch apple pie from a family friend in Philadelphia. And what's fun about this pie is it's again, relatively simple, but the method is interesting. You fill the pie, you know, with the pie dish with of course crust. And I don't even make my own crust most of the time, I have to say, but you fill it with apples of like three different varieties covered in cinnamon and sugar and the top is just like a crumble you know Mm -hmm. flour yeah butter sugar salt and you bake this apple pie in a brown paper bag (laughs) in the oven yeah for i don't remember how long a while on like very low heat not very low but not as hot as most pies are baked at i suppose but um, it's kind of a low and slow method and all of the moisture is trapped in that paper bag and it is divine. It's so, so yummy. Tart, sweet, again, good little combo there with all the flavors. So I'd say those I are my top it. two at this moment come to mind. What about you? Favorite desserts? So one of my very favorites, it doesn't get made all that often because it's a little bit more complicated, but Jessica, you and I have made this together that amazing s'mores cake mm, layered so thing i don't even know so what to good call it. it's so good oh. as it has an amazing chocolate fudge cake layer and then a graham cracker like streusel mm-hmm. crumble layer and then it has is it it's like a, a chocolate custard 
It's the best chocolate custard I've ever had. So good. And so then you good. top it with meringue that you torch as the marshmallows. With your blowtorch. Yes. <laughs> with your with my blowtorch. The kitchen torch. Meringue. Don't yeah. hurt yourselves. So, so good. I'll link it in the show notes. It is more complicated, but it, it is steps. so worth it. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like one of those things where you're going to like definitely be like treating yourself or maybe you're just hanging out with your friends as we were doing and we're like, that's what we're going to make. It's become kind of a tradition, I think, too. It has. It has. To it's it so fun. Together. So good. Then the other one that comes to mind, again, there are so many amazing desserts that I've eaten that it's hard to narrow them down. But when we were in Spain, we had a crema catalana which is like a creme brulee, but they had fruit in the top, raspberries and mango. Oh, yummy. And then the sugar was poured on top and torched to crystallize. And so it was just, oh, it was so delicious and wonderful. And I always find that creme brulee, it can be a little one note. It can be really good, but it can also just be kind of bland. Um, This really just had that extra fruitiness that was so, so good. So mm, I've thought of that, that many times. And then, you know, we can kind of go with like the solid choice of churros in hot chocolate. Also oh, in yeah. Spain or Mexico or I mean, there are really a lot of places in the world, but those are really can't go wrong. Thick, can't thick chocolate. Churro, churro in Spain. And a churro. <laughs> and a churro. Yes, there's a big churro restaurant in um, in Portland. You can get our fix every once in a while, but. Fun. Those are like those are ones that I like won't even attempt at home because I just want the memory to be so alive yeah. and not yeah. diluted by something that I yes. made. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this was our first bonus episode, and we hope you liked it yeah. because we're coming back and we're going to make another bonus episode for you later. That's right. Let us know what you think. Email us questions, comments, bonus episode ideas. Hello at prettyoverperfect.com. Or find us on Instagram at prettyoverperfect. That's right. We'll be posting some of these recipes there if you want to see them. If we don't, DM us. Because for some reason, you know, I just can't. DM us which ones you care to see. That's right. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.